and asked them to take a special care concern study and recommendations regarding atheism. Pope Paul VI asked Jesuits to concentrate on atheism, and I said to myself, I can do that. I've spent some time thinking about atheists and dealing with their writings. I can pursue this further. So after I finished my basic education in Catholic theology, I studied Protestant theology, and then graduate work in philosophy, including Nietzsche and others, and um, then in philosophy of religion. So that's how I came to pursue this, this topic that I would share with you some thoughts today. My background is in thought of, that goes back to Thomas Aquinas, but also engages continental philosophy of the 20th and a bit of the 21st century, and also analytic philosophy, which predominates in English-speaking philosophical circles in the UK and in the United States. I moved by one line that got my attention, and I would share that with you as we begin. The thinker is Maurice Blondel, and he wrote that authentic philosophy is holiness of religion. Authentic philosophy is holiness of religion. And that was a surprise to me. I didn't know that reason could be holy. I didn't know that it was capable of being considered holy. But in any case, I suggest to you that I'm, the thoughts I offer in these lectures may be helpful towards what I consider anyway to be authentic philosophy. I think I have a consistent approach, but I will also indicate where there are marginal questions, the frontiers, if you want. But let me begin by talking about the standpoint that a person has when she or he begins to think about religion. I think the image of a house may be helpful. So it's not the image of a viewpoint, where I stand, where I look, what I see, but it's an image of where I might live, where the house that I'm familiar with is my home. And I know something of what's inside. I know something about the building, and I know something about the people. But in any case, this is my home. And I'm also aware that I can go to the door or look out the window and see houses across the street that aren't my home. They're not where I live. They're not the people that I spend time with. I don't know the structure of the house across the street, but I can visit it. I can uh, look inside sometimes with the help of others. And maybe at some point in my life, I will change where I dwell, change the home that I have, change the house that I live in. So I offer this image of where do I live? Where is the house that is my home to help me and to help others think about their point of departure, where they're starting from when they think about religion and think about philosophy. Now, more can be said about this, of course, and some of it will come up in later lectures. The second lecture, for example, will be titled Knowing, Believing, Opining, and Evidence. And that will help us to assess what's in the house, uh, the house I live in, or what's in the house across the street, the house that other people live in. And later in this lecture, I will talk about theology and religion and, uh, and philosophy, of course. Here's what you can expect from these lectures. 
I will be following the questions and the topics. I will not be giving a history of philosophy of religion. In passing, I will be saying some things about historical figures, and you'd know the names of a number of them. This is not a series of lectures in apologetics, in the sense of making the best case I can for Catholicism or for Christianity. I will be taking notice of Catholic thought during these lectures, since the overall theme is not only philosophy of religion in general at a high abstract level, but philosophy of religion as it engages Catholic thought and practice. There's a certain risk in doing this because some people are suspicious of reason, others are suspicious of faith. The lectures we are starting will engage both sides of that conversation and judge that perhaps a simple contrast between faith and reason